Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is flirting or being flirtatious. Now, everyone may have a different opinion of what is flirting and what isn't flirting. But before we get our conversation started, let's go ahead on and go to the dictionary. Flirting is defined as a short or casual relationship. A short period of casual experimentation with or interest in a particular idea or activity. A situation in which someone behaves as if sexually attracted to another person without any serious interest. So we have a couple of different definitions of the word flirt. So obviously everyone is going to have their own perception of what is flirting and what isn't flirting. Now, different cultures, different people, ethnicities, nationalities have different flirtatious practices. Everybody is not going to have the same flirtatious styles. Okay. And one culture, it may be permissible for people to flirt in one way, and it may be very offensive, disrespectful, or rude for someone to flirt in that way. And usually those societies, there are harsh social punishment for people who engage in flirtatious behaviors. Sometimes it can be that you get reprimanded right on the spot. The person will tell you, listen, don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful. Sometimes a person will get angry at you for trying to flirt with them. Other times they'll just be upset. They won't be angry, but they'll show that they're not in a very good mood because of what you're attempting to do. So if you want to be flirtatious, you have to be mindful of the person, their cultural background, their religious background, or their own personal beliefs, because you don't know if that person is okay with your flirting methods or not. You don't know what's going on. But unfortunately, we do live in a society where people are taught to be sexually stimulating or sexually arousing, and they do add sexual connotations to everything. And I have to be specific, in the Western culture, people do that. They do that. Not everyone, of course, but society makes it permissible and acceptable for people to engage in sexual flirtation. Even though, again, based on a dictionary's definition, people can be flirtatious with interests and ideas or activities as well, not just in a sexual way. People can be flirtatious in different forms. So let's go ahead on and talk about some of the ways that people flirt before we talk about why they do it. Let's talk about how they do it. Right now, again, flirt flirtation involves. We're talking about flirtation with people, not idea concepts right now. We're talking about specifically people. We have people who are communicating with someone else and they don't know how to communicate with that other individual that they really like them as a person. Not that they won't like them because they want to have sex with them. Not because they like them because they want to have a a personal relationship with them. They just like them because they are engaged in the moment. They're connected in the moment. They're sharing a moment. 
right? They're sharing a moment. So no matter how brief that moment may be, they don't know how to communicate with the individual that they like them as a person, right? They don't know how to. So because they don't know how to communicate or they've been taught the only way to communicate is to show interest in an inappropriate way, right? So people definitely show they're interested how they communicate. Now, obviously, they're not communicating verbally all the time, you know? Sometimes they communicate with the body language. A person's not going to tell you they have interest in you. They're not going to tell you they like you for whatever reason. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. They're just going to display certain behaviors, specifically in terms of body language. The person may seem more friendlier than usual. That may be an indication that they like you. Um, The person may have certain facial expression that's displayed on their face. They are spoken words or written language. Sometimes they may say something to show you that they're interested in knowing you or just interested in being with you just for the moment. Again, it's not necessarily something sexual. Again, behaving in a specific manner or mannerism. Sometimes, you know, we find people who open up, who have more relaxing body language and more comfortable or they're more just agreeable with certain people. And they will show you based on their specific mannerism. Eyes movement, eye contact. Some people, when they are interested in getting to know somebody else or they like them, they're going to display certain eye movement or eye contact. Right? Now, some people like to lick their lips when they're showing some type of sexual interest or physical attractiveness towards somebody else. That's a form of flirtation. They will lick their lips, whether it's a conscious thing or an unconscious thing. Playful gestures and movement. This is how some people demonstrate that they're interested in another human being. They, they're playful. Sometimes they may touch their hair or they may touch their hands. Sometimes they may laugh or tell jokes, you know, just to make that person a little bit more at ease or comfortable. Again, it depends on the culture. Some cultures, this is not acceptable. Touching. Okay, the unexpected arm graze, they graze by your arms. They may brush against your hair or just subtle little movements that they do to touch you directly or indirectly to show you that they're interested in you as a person. All right, Uh, attentive listening. A person is really into what you're saying. They're there paying attention to every word that comes out of your mouth. So if a person is behaving in a very attentive manner, that can be a sign or that's their way of communicating with you that they like you. That's can that that can be an expression of flirtation. Glancing at a person's body. Definitely if a person finds someone else attractive sexually or physically, they can definitely occasionally glance at that person's body, entire body or specific body parts. Getting physically closer. They're leaning in to get closer to that person. They like physical proximity. If a person is doing that, that can also be a sign that they're showing interest in you. Nodding to agree. They're showing you that they're agreeable, that they they are understanding what you're saying and that they're connecting with you at that time. 
teasing. Some people, they like to tease people. They tease people. They play little games with people to show them who they are and what their intentions may be. These are some of the ways that people may demonstrate some type of flirtatious act. Now, continuing with that, prolonged eye contact and gazing into someone's eyes. That may be a sign of being interested in getting to know that person, right? person makes eye contact with you and they don't move their eyes away. It seems as if they're memorized by a person. They're just like in a deep spell, in a deep awe. Some people do meet people and it's not because they're sexually interested. Again, like the definition states, it could be that it's a short period of casual experimentation with with someone that they're interested in. It could be the idea of that person. Some people can meet someone that's so beautiful physically. They're so charming or they're, you know, they, they have something about their character, their mannerism, that they're just overtaken by that. And so they meet people and they have this prolonged eye contact, like, oh my gosh, who is that? All right, so we do have that. And some people can interpret that as being flirtatious because of that prolonged eye contact. Now, for some people, it is intentional. It is deliberate. It is a form of flirtation because they want that individual to know that they find them very attractive. They're sending them that message. Now, giving open, direct compliments. Sometimes people, when they are flirting, they give people compliments or backhand compliment. Backhand is indirect. They'll say something without saying it. Like someone has said, they'll still say, well, a beautiful woman like you should be married, right? Now, they're telling you you're beautiful. That's a compliment. That's the direct compliment. The backhand, it should be that should be married, meaning that, you know, you are assumed to be involved because you are an appealing and attractive person. Right, so they can give a direct compliment or an indirect compliment. Touching you while talking or or doing a conversation. Now, some cultures, this is the way that they express themselves. This is not being flirtatious at all. We have to take into consideration the person's cultural background, family background, their values, before we assume that they're flirting. Because some people... This is their cultural norm. They are touchy, touchy, feely, feely people. If you're talking to them, they're touching you. It's not because they like you for a sexual relationship. They're not trying to come on to you. They're not trying to date you. That's just the way they communicate. They're very touchy people. Some cultures are hands-on. They believe that human beings should interact. Human beings should make physical contact. Human beings should be hugged you know, kissed on the cheek, hold hands, all of that good stuff. And they're not sexually interested in you at all. So if you are a person that comes from that type of culture, you got to be mindful that when you're doing these things, other people who are not from that background can mistaken you to be flirting with them. In actuality, you're not flirting. You're not flirting at all. Some people are just very friendly. They like to smile at people. They like to give people compliments, you know, they like to spread the joy. But other people may take that as a form of flirtation. Okay, now showing signs of excitement, joy, 
or just general interest when that person comes around. All of a sudden you're tired. Now you're not tired anymore because you see that person of interest. You're excited. You're energetic. You know, you're showing some type of passion when they come around. That is a sign that a person may be flirting, right? may be flirting with you. doesn't mean that they are, but at that moment, that person enjoys seeing you. They like you as a person. They want to be around you for that moment. We don't know if it's for a long term, because again, based on the definition, it says a short period of casual experimentation. So these people are experimenting. They want to know how you're going to respond. They want to know how you feel, how you're going to interpret what they're doing. No, this is casual. This is short term. Now, it can become long term based on the interaction and the agreement, right? Continuing the signs, showing signs of excitement. That's good. If someone's excited to see you, that's a sign that, you know, they have some type of interest, that they're happy. They're elated. That's a good thing. It doesn't mean that that person wants you in a sexual way. It doesn't mean that. It just means that that person enjoys your company. Now, checking out someone's body doing interaction and conversation. You know, a person is checking it out. You know, checking. When you look at someone's body, that's different. You're just looking. You're glancing. But when somebody is checking it out, that's a whole other story. Checking it out is showing some type of sexual interest. Just looking at somebody's body is different because you just look at the person's body the same way that you look at anybody. It's just the body. You know, you may see the person dressing a certain way. You may look at the person's mannerism. You may look at the person's, you know, anatomy and physiology to compare them to other people. It doesn't actually mean that you're trying to sleep with that person. It just means that you're checking them out, that you're looking. But when you're checking them out, that means it could be that you're trying to see if that person May, they may have the physical qualities that you're looking for. So these are some of the ways that people actually flirt. Those are the signs. Now, there are different types of flirting. People can flirt physically. Obviously, we just talk about some of the physical signs of flirting, where people are making physical body contacts. They're looking at body movement, body gestures. They're looking at physiology, anatomy. You know, they're checking out. You know, they're glancing. They're giving the gaze. So that's the physical. Sometimes a person won't open their mouth. They won't say anything at all. They're just looking. And that gaze, that look can tell you a lot of things. It can let you know that person is at least interested in looking at you, if anything, right? There's an emotional connection. Okay, some people don't say a word. But the emotions that they're displaying, such as the excitement, the joy, you know, the person has that sparkle in their eyes and all suddenly they have a pep in their step and all suddenly they get energized when that person comes around. So this is not a spoken thing. This is definitely an emotional connection, right? Now, some people display flirtation just being playful. Just being kind, just letting their guards down, just relaxing and enjoying themselves, having a good time. Some people just bring that out of other people. Someone just, you know, they just like to brighten people's day. You know, they like to make jokes. They like to make little comments. They like to, you know, give compliments. They're just very, very playful. So this is their way of flirting. Traditional. 
Sometimes people flirt within their traditional roles. They function within traditional values. Especially when it comes to sexual flirtation, men actively initiate the courtship and women are more passive. If you are part of the traditional culture, traditional family or traditional religious background, people are going to stick within those traditional roles. So they're not going to try to reverse them or just negate them or eliminate them, right? So people also flirt just being polite, you know, saying thank you, please, you're welcome. And uh, this is their way of flirting because they won't do that with every and anybody. They just do that with particular people. So because they do that with particular people, only the people that they show interest in. Only the people that they show interest in. They're not going to go around and flirt with everybody. They, you know, that's just not what's going to happen. So the reason why I'm doing a podcast about flirting or being flirtatious is to bring it to people's attention of what they're doing. Because sometimes people don't really think about what they're doing. They just automatically do things and they're sending a particular message or that person can interpret it a certain way. And it's not what it really is. And some people are already vulnerable. They're already going through an emotional, you know, up and down. They're going through some type of depression or they're grieving or they're hurting or they're traumatized. We don't want to set these people up. So when you communicate people, you got to be mindful how you're relating, how you're connecting, what are you communicating. Make sure that you're not flirting unless you have the intention to pursue something with that individual. Whether it be you're pursuing friendships or you want a sexual relationship, you want a long term. We're going to talk about that right now, right? You have to be mindful. What are you doing? Why are you flirting? Why? What is it that you're trying to get out of this brief interaction? What are you trying to establish? What's your goals and what's your objective? Because a lot of people are autopilot. They automatically flirt. They automatically try to show people they're interested. They automatically try to overwhelm people with emotions and being misleading. Sometimes they can be deceiving because they want to have a good time because they want to feel good. They want to use that person as the object, you know, of their experiment at that time. And we don't want to do that because that can create a problem for other people. In some cases, it may, exp- it may expose that person who's flirting to negative consequences as well. So let's go ahead on and talk about why people flirt. Now, is it good or bad? Flirting is not good and it's not bad. It's just a flirt. But it depends on why you're doing it. What's your intention? What are you trying to get out of it? Are you trying to hurt people? Are you trying to mislead? Are you trying to misguide? Are you trying to lead them on? What are you doing? So flirting is not good or bad. It all depends on what your intention and what you get out of it. Now let's talk about it. Why do people flirt? Sociable. Some people are just sociable people. They love socializing. They love connecting and they love having fun. They enjoy someone's present. They're present. They're there. They're they're here. And a lot of people, you know, they don't have a chance to really interact with people. We have a lot of lonely people in this world. A lot of people don't see another human being. 
They don't interact with another human being. When I say see, meaning that they're not actively in a relationship with anybody. They're not having a regular conversation on a regular basis with anybody. So when they finally get out and they meet people, they get really friendly and they become very sociable. And they flirt, you know, they're giving that that message that I'm interested, but the interest is only for social purposes. That's it. That's it. They're they're just relating to another human being. Okay? They're just letting someone else know that they appreciate their time. They appreciate the conversation. They appreciate the interaction. So some people, you know, for them, flirting is very, very innocent. There's no negativity involved at all. They have no bad intention. They just want to let that person know, I like you. I really like you, right? They're just flirting because they want to be sociable, right? Now, sometimes people flirt because they want external validation. Because a lot of people do have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. They don't know their own self-worth. They don't have high confidence. They're not secure in who and what they are. So they have to talk to people. They have to flirt with other people just for them to feel important, special, or valuable. That's the reason why they're flirting because they want external validation. They're telling the other person, please make me feel good. Make me feel important. Make me feel like I'm worthy. Pick up my spirit from the ground and raise me up, so to speak, right? They're doing it for external validation. That's the reason why they flirt, right? They're not looking for anything serious. They're not trying to take nobody home to have sex. They're not trying to get married or they're not trying to have a long-term friendship. They just want to pass by and just get a little bit of external validation, right? They just need a little pick-me-upper, They need to put a little emotional fuel in their tank, so to speak. So they can get that with just flirting with the people that they like or people they don't even like. They just want external validation. Now, another big one why people flirt is attention. They like the attention. They're lacking attention from their partners, their family, their friends or others. They want to be acknowledged or seen which validates their existence or boosts their self-confidence or their ego, all right? Some people just want attention. They just want attention. They just want somebody to look at me. Hey, hey, here I am. Look at me. And when no one is paying them attention, they will do whatever it takes in order for them to secure the attention. That's what they do. They do whatever it takes to get the attention. And that sometimes is demonstrated as being flirtatious. Now, acceptance. Wanting others to like them. They want to be considered special and important. And that's the reason why some people like to flirt. They like to go around and just get people's attention, get external validation so they can be accepted. Because a lot of people, again, you know, they're lonely. They don't have any companionship. They don't have any partnership. They don't have anybody in their lives. You know, they don't have anyone around. So they go out, they go to a club, they go to a uh, social functioning or event. They go to church. You know, they go to a party. They go to a picnic and they're looking for social acceptance. It could be from individual or individuals. 
It don't have to be from one person. It could be from a series of people. Because they suffer from low self-esteem, one person's not enough. They constantly need to seek attention. Now, companionship. A lot of people, again, I'm reiterating, they feel lonely or they're alone. Wanting someone to interact with them on an emotional, intimate level. Some people just want companionship. We have an epidemic of loneliness in Western world. Because a lot of people are isolated from loved ones. You know, they relocate to find jobs. They go from the rural area to the cities. You know, some of them have to relocate to another state or even another country. And they don't know anybody. They have to uproot themselves. So they tend to not have an emotional support system. Because of that, you know, they go around and they just conversate and flirt with everybody. So they have temporary company. Everywhere they go, they're sitting there, the life of the party. You could tell some of these people. they just the life of the party. They want all the attention they, because they want people around them. That's the only time they're going to feel not alone because they have everyone around them, surrounding them, giving them some type of love or attention or some type of companionship. It's sad, but we do have a lot of people who are lonely. We have people who are living in mansions all by themselves. They got 10 bedrooms, five bathrooms. They're all by themselves in a big house. We got people that have all the fancy cars, the yachts, all the status, the credentials. They have all of that, but they don't have anybody. So when they get out, they're going to have to mix and mingle, you know, just to have a little company. And then they go back to an empty house and an empty life. Right now, attraction. They are physically, sexually, or mentally attracted to someone they want to get to know better. Now, these are the people that flirt because they really do want something. They really want something. There are the single people, the people who don't have anybody in their lives, and they're looking for people. They're looking for people that they are physically, sexually, or mentally attracted to because they want to get to know them better. It doesn't mean that they're going to marry them right away. It doesn't mean that they're going to have sex with them. But they're single, they're available, and they see someone who captures their attention. Oh, wow, look at this person. Okay, wow. Maybe that person is their dream person. There's the ideal person. And they're interested in getting to know them on a deeper level. So they have to communicate with them somehow, some way, directly or indirectly. Hey, I'm interested. Look at me, right? Now, finding a mate or partner. That's definitely one of the reasons why people flirt. Seeking someone they can get involved with in a serious or casual sexual relationship. They want a romance, whether it's short term or long term. They are trying to find a mate or a partner. Now, the only problem with this is that sometimes they're not specific on what it is that they want from this relationship. Is it something short-term or is it something long-term? Is it something serious or is it something casual? A lot of people who flirt because they want a mate or partner, they're not being honest about their true intentions, right? Now, again, a person may want a long-term committed relationship, but as they get to know that person, that person may not fit the standard or criteria that they're looking for. But their intention is to find a long-term partner, Right now, the mistake a lot of people make is that a lot of people think that they're going to hook up. They're going to have casual sex and, you know, and everything is going to work out. 
And sometimes once they do that, they don't give themselves the chance to get to know the individual on other levels. And that may mess up the relationship because it just got started. Instead of them getting a chance to get to know each other, they went straight for the intimacy, the physical and sexual intimacy, which now they have nothing to sustain it. They don't know each other. So if they're not satisfied with the sexual encounter, then that's over. Relationship is over. Now, if we reversed it, that they actually built a relationship, they actually dated and got to know each other and went out, maybe they can see other side of that individual outside of that sexual attraction. And maybe they have other things that they can actually build a foundation upon. And the sexuality may even be better after they get to know that person. That person may be more comfortable, more relaxed, and a little bit more expressive and get into the sexual relationship because now they actually have something more to look forward to. Now, some people flirt because they want influence. They want to exert some level of influence to persuade someone to do something, right? They flirt with you, some of these people. Now, we have a lot of salespeople who flirt with people. And they're not flirting, obviously, to have sex with the individual, the customer, the consumer. They're flirting because they're trying to have the power of influence. They want to convince that person to buy something, sell something, to give them a service, give them a discount, whatever the case may be. That's why they're being extra friendly. That's why they're being extra kind. That's why they're really going above and beyond. This is not something that they're going to do all the time. Once they close that deal, once that person sign on the line, all of a sudden, you know, all that charm and all that lovingness, all that stops. All that stops because they got what they wanted, right? So these are just some of the reasons that people flirt, all right? Now, one of the reasons why people flirt, and they don't call it flirting, and they're not, they don't call it flirting, flirting. They're not doing anything wrong. You know, this is just called common courtesy. You know, their intention is not to flirt. They're just practicing common courtesy or common decency. That's it. And again, a lot of people are not from cultures or families or communities or nations that practice common courtesy or respect, all right? So they're used to people being rude to them, obnoxious, aggressive, domineering. They're used to people coming on to them in a very disrespectful way. So when they have someone who comes from a a culture where they practice respect, common courtesy, then some people can misinterpret that as being flirtatious. All right, let's just break it down. When someone speak to you or give you a compliment, it's important to address them using common courtesy and good manners, right? But a lot of times, you know, people think that people are trying to come on to them. You tell a person, good morning, you're greeting them, automatically they think you're trying to come on, you're trying to flirt with them. You give a person a compliment, hey, it's a nice dress or a nice suit. Oh, you're very beautiful this morning. Or you're looking handsome. They automatically assume that you're being flirtatious instead of you just being friendly, kind, and practicing common decency and just having good manners. All right? 
And all they got to do is just respond in a positive way. Instead, they take that the wrong way. Right? Let's let's break it down cuz people assume that people are being flirtatious and they're not. They're just being a decent human being. Their intention is to practice common courtesy, respect, and decency. That's it. So if someone compliments you and greets you, you can respond back to them and you doing so is not flirting. Right? Even though it may be your personal experience, but that's not the common experience for everybody, right? So greet them back. If somebody say good morning or good evening or good night, how are you? They're not trying to come on to you. You can greet them back. You can say, I'm doing good. A lot of people feel like if they say something back, that is a form of flirt, flirting or is being flirtatious. And it's not. You can respond to a person that's being kind to you, right? Be respectful. That person is being respectful. You can be respectful back. You can practice common decency. You can have a positive attitude towards that person. Positive attitude includes you're going to have, you know, your body language displaying some type of friendliness, your facial expression. Some people have this mean mug on their face. They're upset. They're mad when somebody is practicing common courtesy. They assume that that person is trying to flirt. That person is not flirting with you, sister or brother. They're just being a decent human being. That's all. And some people, you know, they, they, they tend to be shy when a person approached them practicing common decency and courtesy, just saying, hi, how are you? And greeting them. Uh, they don't know how to react. They don't know how to respond because they haven't had anybody come to them in that way. That's why in Western cultures, people really tend not to talk to each other, particularly in America. Because a lot of Americans are not friendly. Depends on where you are in America, especially in the inner cities. They're not friendly people at all. So when someone come and, hey, how are you? They know you're not from the area. They know you're not from America. You're not from the Western culture because they know that you know better. You wouldn't be coming on to people like that because that's how they look at it, as if you're coming on. They don't see it as you're just practicing common courtesy. All right. Now, when a person approach you and they're being kind, you know, practice gratitude, show appreciation. A person give you a compliment, say thank you. All right. A person is being kind to you, show that you appreciate their kindness by smiling back. Or just having a friendly disposition. You have integrity, morality, and grace. Now, we live in a society where these attributes are non-existence. People don't have integrity anymore. You know, they don't have morality. They don't have grace. Show maturity. Handling the situation in an adult way without being childish. Some people would cuss you out, literally, if you try to be courteous to them or polite or kind. They think you're trying to be flirtatious. And some of them will cuss you out, call you names, get vulgar, use all type of profanity, curse you out, make you feel bad just because you're being nice, you're being kind. And they interpret it as if you're trying to be flirtatious or you're trying to come on to them, which is not true. Now, being attentive, paying attention to the other person by looking at them and giving them your time. Some people, you're trying to talk to them, they they have no eye contact with you at all. Now, some cultures, you know, they don't promote eye contact because it's a form of disrespect. We're not talking about those cultures. We're talking about Western culture. 
Western culture, you know, people look at each other dead in the eye all the time. Now, for the people who think that you're trying to flirt with them, they're trying to avoid you. They're trying to reject you and ignore you. So obviously, they're not going to make any eye contact with you. But if a person is just being friendly, they're practicing common courtesy, they're just being nice, you can lift your head up and look at them in the eye and talk to them. Be attentive. Look at that person who said good morning to you. Look at that person who's saying, hi, how are you? Be considerate and thoughtful. Would you want someone to treat you that way? That's why it's very important for us to talk about these things. A lot of people think that people are being flirtatious just because they're being respectful, kind, and considerate. I repeated this a hundred times and I repeated another hundred times. Now, let's talk about the false assumptions that people get. The false assumptions. People automatically assume just because someone is speaking to them is because they want to be sexual or they want to be seductive with them. Everyone who looks at you, they're not necessarily trying to get with you. And a lot of women have this problem. Every time a man look at them, automatically they think that man is trying to flirt. Every single time they get any type of attention from a man, they automatically jump to the conclusion that that man is trying to come on to them. Some of these women have ego problems, they're egotistical. Some of them think that they're so beautiful that they're irresistible. They think that they're so sexy that they're irresistible, that every man who look at them is trying to flirt with them, which is not the case. That's a false assumption. A person saying hi or greeting you doesn't always mean their intention is to seek a romantic or sexual interaction with you. All right. Just because somebody's being friendly again, don't misinterpret that. Misinterpretation of others' words, attitudes, and body language. Some people, due to their cultural beliefs, personality type, or family upbringing, they tend to be more hospitable, friendly, and sociable. That's just the way it is. All right. Some people are not accustomed to anyone being kind, polite, and positive to them. So if anyone is being this way, they must have an intention to get something out of it. These are the people and we have to be cautious because we don't know who we're dealing with because we do live in a crazy world and we have a lot of people who will go off. Okay. Now let's talk about why not to flirt. Okay. Why not to flirt? Now is nothing wrong with you practicing common courtesy. There's nothing wrong with you being respectful. Nothing wrong with being kind. There's nothing wrong with showing people appreciation, especially people that may have a positive effect or impact on you. There's nothing wrong with that. But we live in a culture that we don't know what people are thinking about. Okay, People are not raised in that environment to be friendly with one another. So if you are being friendly... You have to be careful because that person can interpret it as if you're trying to get with them. Now, if you are in a committed relationship, in a romantic relationship, you're married or you are monogamous with your partner, you all are, you know, committed to that relationship, you have to be careful being kind and sweet to other people, especially people of the opposite gender. They can interpret it as if you're trying to come on to them, you're trying to be flirtatious, and that can be seen as a form of cheating, okay? 
that could be seen as a lack of loyalty to your partner. Even though that's not your intention, some men nowadays, if they are involved in a committed relationship, they're married, they tend to just not talk to other women. Because the minute they open their mouth to tell another woman something positive, automatically it can be taken as a form of disloyalty, right? It could, they could take it to another level. So in order to avoid these conflicts and problems and drama, most men tend to not say nothing at all to other women when they are involved in a serious relationship. They don't want no problems, right? The need to establish firm boundaries to prevent others from crossing the line. Okay, this is one of the reasons why you just don't flirt because you don't know what boundaries are there because you don't know this individual. You don't know how they function. You don't know their background. You don't know where they come from. You don't know anything about them. So you just come in and just trying to flirt or doing things that could be interpreted as being flirtatious. That can create a problem. A person could feel insulted or offended or violated. And you don't want to risk that. So you just leave that alone. Not to entertain the advance or interests of others. Sometimes you don't engage with people if you think they're flirting because you don't know if that person has malicious intent. You don't know if they're trying to get with you. And if you reject them, that may cost you your life. That person may physically attack you, verbally, emotionally attack you. You don't know. So you don't want to entertain certain advances. Some people just ignore people when they say certain things to them. When they try to flirt or be kind or practice common courtesy or be respectful, they just turn their head and they're cold and detached because they don't know who they're dealing with. That person can be a killer. That person can be a rapist. They don't know that person. So to avoid any potential problems, they don't entertain any type of, of advancement. Right now, protect partner's honor. Some people, once they're involved in a, in a um, serious committed relationship or even a dating relationship, in order to protect their partner's honor, they don't want nobody to disrespect them or disrespect their partner, disrespect the relationship. So they just rather not respond to any type of flirtatious behavior at all or any behavior that could be interpreted as being flirtatious. Right? Some people live in a small town or they live in an area where everybody knows each other. So they don't want to do anything that's going to create a problem for their partner because they don't want nobody coming after their partner if they're involved in a romantic relationship. Avoid creating problems for partner because some people, they are psychotic. They're crazy. You know, if they have someone come in, you know, especially let's just give an example. There's someone at their job. They come in, they say good morning to the other end of the co-worker. They're talking very polite. They're very nice. They're in acting. They show, you know, appreciation. That person can interpret that as if that person is coming on to them. That's the misinterpretation, as we mentioned earlier. Now, they can actually want to come after that person's partner. That person's partner can be now the enemy. Now they're competing with that person's partner. They may have jealousy or animosity or hate, aggression towards that partner because they want to have a relationship with that person. Now they like that person and they want to eliminate their partner. Sometimes they threaten them or even physically try to harm them because they want to be with that person. They, they want to cross the line. So you have to be very careful 
how you relate and connect to people, especially if that person is not from your cultural background, not from your social background, because you don't know how they're interpreting it. So you got to be careful, right? People who have partners, not to put your partner in that dangerous situation. You're telling your neighbor, good morning every morning. Okay, you're sitting there having our conversation with her. Right, you asking her, hey, would you like a ride? I mean, sometimes you can go overboard. You have to establish those firm boundaries because now that person can make your partner an enemy and they're coming after them and they're going to create all type of drama and trauma in your relationship. So you got to be very mindful who you're dealing with. Sometimes some partners come from a very painful background. Maybe somebody cheated on them, mistreated them. They were a victim of domestic violence. They were abused. And now, you know, they have a lot of insecurities. So if you have one of those type of partner, it's it's not a good idea for you to be flirtatious with other people because that's going to create a lot of suspicion in that partner and they're going to have trust issues. Now, some people say that's their problem. Yeah, that is their problem. They need to get over it. At the same time as their partner, you can work with them and help them you know, trust you, you know, you can help them build trust in you by doing the right thing. You're not going to do anything that can be misinterpreted by someone else. Now, don't send mixed messages of being interested or available for more interaction in possible relationship. That is the problem when it comes to flirting. A lot of people send the message, hey, I'm available. Okay, I'm single, ready to mingle. I want a relationship. And they sit there for hours at the bar, at the club, in the party. And they're going back and forth with each other, giggling, laughing, touching, dancing, doing all kind of stuff, flirtatious stuff. But at the end of the day, they have no intention at all of taking any further action. This is it. This is it. They're right there on the spot having fun. And that's it. After that, they go about their business. All right. So these are some of the reasons why you just don't flirt. All right. Let's talk about when flirting is out of control. All right. Now, persistent flirting after being informed of not being interested. This is out of control. Flirting. Okay. You're trying to get somebody's attention. You know, you're letting them know that you're interested even if it's just for the moment, just having a little casual fling, a little, you know, experimentation, just having a little fun. And that person tells you, listen, I'm not interested in flirting with you. I'm not interested in talking to you. I'm not interested in getting to know you. I'm involved or I'm just not interested in you. Now, when a person don't listen and they persist and they continue to push the boundaries, that is a problem. Right. When a person is not respecting someone's boundaries, they want to touch people in the wrong places. Some people want to physically touch people's breasts, touch their private area, touch their butt. Now, that is that is totally out of line. That is disrespectful. That's crossing boundaries. That could be a form of sexual harassment, especially if it happens on the job. Someone is sexually harassing you, especially if they have unwanted touching involved. The person is trying to push themselves on you. That is definitely when flirting is out of control. That person is not being considerate and respectful. They're trying to impose something on someone without their permission or cooperation. This is very serious. 
They're becoming aggressive, rude, or violent after being denied access to someone's time or proximity. We have people who are very, very disturbed. They cannot handle rejection. And if ever anybody reject them, they will act in a violent, aggressive, rude, or intimidating way. So a lot of women in particular, they're afraid to interact with men. They're afraid to flirt. They're afraid to respond because they don't know what that man is capable of doing. Some men will attempt to even rape some women who deny them or who reject them. That's something serious. That's when flirting gets out of control. Trying to intimidate or threaten someone when they refuse your advances or your proposals. This happens all the time. A person say, no, I am not interested. I, you know, I'm okay. I don't want to. Or a person could have been entertaining. They, you know, they flirt for a little bit. And then the next day, they may, they may not want to do that. Or the following day, they don't want to do that. Or maybe they were flirting and it was all right. You come to work every day, they flirting. And they get to a point six months later, a year later, they don't want to do it anymore. And a lot of people, they do have what we call work husband or work wife. That's something that they engage in on the job. And this is something that they exclusively do on the job. They take on the role of a romantic partner on the job setting. That's what they do. They call, that's my work husband or that's my work wife. They have lunch together. They talk with each other all day. They flirt back and forth. You know, they make plans for the next day. They share intimate conversations. So basically, that's a form of cheating, even though they never had sexual intercourse, but they have been very emotionally intimate. So it goes beyond flirting. This is when flirting get out of out of control. You have a significant other, you have a relationship, and you are engaging in emotional intimacy with someone else that definitely could be considered a form of emotional cheating. Now, again, flirting is out of control when a person has no respect or consideration for someone's partner by disregarding them when attempting to flirt with their mate. Now, this is something that happens all the time. It's embarrassing. It's childish. It's selfish. It's inconsiderate. We have people who flirt in front of their partner, right in front of their husband, right in front of their wives or girlfriend or boyfriend, right in front of them. They flirt with other people. They have no respect. There's no boundaries. They just do whatever they want in front of that person. Sometimes they do it deliberately to get that person to react a certain way, to try to instigate or trigger some type of jealousy or envy. Sometimes they want that person to behave out of character, maybe get violent or aggressive. Some people really do that. They flirt right in front of their partner. They have no respect or consideration for their partner at all. Sitting in other people's lap, touching other people, in people's face, smiling, laughing, making sexual comments or jokes. They do that. And that is absolutely wrong and disrespectful. I mean, this is, this is completely out of control, right? Let's talk about the negative attitudes. When someone speaks to you, or compliment you and you think that they're flirting with you how do you deal with that 
How do you deal with that? You know, and that person is flirting with you, but they have a negative attitude. They have a negative attitude. Now, not everybody who's flirting with you, they're going to come in a positive attitude or a positive demeanor or a positive way of approaching you. Some people are just very disrespectful. They have no manners, no consideration. And sometimes we could see when a lot of guys in particular, they try to flirt with a woman. If the woman reject them, they literally start cussing her out, calling her names. And they'll tell her, well, you're ugly anyway. Or I ain't want to be with you. Are you not my type? And so, you know, some men don't really know how to flirt because they come with a negative attitude. They come to you in a negative way. Even when they're trying to compliment you, there's a level of aggression in that compliment. Okay, even though they're trying to be friendly, they're still being unfriendly. They're trying to be sociable, but they're not being sociable. We kind of, you know, sense that level of hostility. All right, so ladies, in particular, if you encounter a man who's trying to flirt, but he's still being negative, I mean, don't even entertain him. All right, don't entertain him. He's flirting, but he's being condescending. I mean, that's not really being flirtatious. I mean, that's just being negative. But some people, that's how they act. That's how they communicate. So if they're trying to flirt, they don't know any better. They don't know any positive words, especially if they're used to being negative. They may say something hateful. They may be dismissive. They may be nasty or rude. Right? They may be in that bad space in their head, right? So if you are a person and you find yourself in that category where you're trying to flirt, but you're doing it in a negative way, obviously that's when dating, I'm sorry, that's when uh, flirting is out of control. Flirting is out of control. If you're trying to talk to somebody, you're trying to communicate that you like them or you're interested, but you're not being positive, You're not complimenting them in a way. You're really insulting them. So if you find yourself to be in that situation, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing at all. So it's very important that we stop and think about the things that we do. A lot of people just do things, but they don't stop to think about the things that they do and how is going to impact other people. People are people. They have feelings. They have emotions. They have desires. They have likes and dislikes. People are vulnerable. They've been through a lot of things in life. And they don't need anybody playing with their emotions. They don't need anybody misleading them. They don't need anybody lying to them. They don't need anybody trying to manipulate them use or abuse them. And if you have the intention of doing any of these things, then you are not right. Okay. You're not right. Now, again, if you're flirting, everybody doesn't flirt for the same reason. So when you're flirting with somebody, that person may think that flirting is only for sexual advances. So they may want to have sex with you because in their world, in their mind, in their reality, that's what 
people do when they want to have sex. They flirt. So you got to be careful. All right. In another scenario, a person is flirting and they may think, hey, if you're flirting with me, then you're going to help me. You're going to give me money. You're going to provide support for me. You're going to take care of me because if you're flirting, you're showing interest in order for me to give you a chance. That's what you're going to have to do. And so two people are coming together and they don't even know why they're together. They don't know what they're doing. They're interacting. They're exchanging smiles and laughters and small talk, but they really don't know what they're doing. So in a situation like that, you know, the best thing to do is communicate, verbally communicate and ask that person. I mean, we've been talking for like three hours. What are we doing here? I mean, what's happening right now? You know, are we just having a casual conversation or are you interested in getting to know me? Can we have dinner sometime or can we just meet for lunch or can we take a walk in the park? You know, you want to go somewhere public. You don't want to go anywhere private because you don't know this individual and you don't want to put yourself at risk for anything, anything, date, rape, physical danger, abuse. You don't want to put yourself in a position where you can't get out of it. Very important. So Communication is the key. Whenever you find someone flirting with you and you may have some interest in that individual, don't let them walk away without communicating what it is that both of you all want out of this brief interaction, this temporary experimentation, trying to figure each other out and just communicating through flirtation. So it's very important that you stop and you ask yourself these important questions. What is it that I'm doing here? What is it that I'm trying to experience? What do I want? And again, one of those reasons why people flirt, you could just want to have a good time, just the here and now in the moment. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Or you could just want some validation. You just want some attention. Just want the companionship, just for the night, someone to dance with and laugh with, and someone just to enjoy. And then you take yourself right back home by yourself and go to bed. You want a boost of self-esteem. Just want to feel good. So it all depends on what you want. And make sure that other individual wants something that you can deliver as well. All right. Sometimes it's a spoken thing. Sometimes it's an unspoken thing. But it's a mutual understanding for two people who are at a certain level. Thank you very much.